It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed. The day has finally come. Uh, the day after the uh, Qatar World Cup 22 has uh, kicked off, we're finally going to see uh, England start their campaign and Wales too, of course, in the same group. Uh, don't don't fancy necessarily one of those teams' chances of getting out of that group against the others, but there we are. We wish both home nations the very, very best this morning. I've got, I have to say, I've got my England flag with me today. Of course, got to carry a lucky flag with you. Uh, this, this one, this one went to the uh, European Championships uh, semi-final. It's a lucky flag. I'm telling you right now. Don't worry, it has been washed. There was quite a lot of damage on that night to everyone's livers. Uh, but um, lots to talk about, and it's not just about what happens on the pitch. It is an awful lot about what's happening off the pitch as well. All those controversies going on with Qatar, uh, their human rights uh, record, and indeed what what are what are England captain and the team should or should not do in terms of political protests on the pitch? Well, to discuss all of that and all the other big stories this morning is diary editor of the Spectator, James Hill. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. Thank you very much, Steve, for joining us. Um, there are the small matter of things like is Brexit under threat and are uh, NHS in chaos? Massive big swell of unhappiness from Tory backbenchers mm. and indeed large parts of the Tory uh, voters um, about uh, last week's autumn statement. Um, we've got COP27, usual nonsense out of that. Uh, that's a, a deal. And of course, what's still going on in Ukraine. But let's face it, a lot of people's focus today is going to be on the England game. Um, and an awful lot of people who are, what's it called now, not working from home, watching from home, as many people would be doing. Um there's been a massive controversy over Qatar hosting in the mm. first place. Uh, 12 years ago, it was a controversy when they were ordered it uh, by FIFA. More controversies from the FIFA boss, Gianni Infantino, saying, oh, today I feel gay, today I... I mean, genuinely insane stuff. Um, but the issues over gay rights, thinking of the knee, they continue, don't they? Yes, and uh, it remains to be seen ahead of this uh, game later today whether any action is going to be taken against Harry Kane, obviously England talisman, uh, for wearing what he wants to wear, which is a pink armband to show. Well, it's a rainbow, rainbow armband. Isn't it? Sorry, yes. Yeah. Um, along with I think I think seven other European nations are doing the same, uh, which is to show support of for gay rights uh, in the face of what's going on in Qatar. Yeah. Um, but there's some discussion about whether they could be booked for that. And of course, two bookings means you then miss the next game with that. So I mean, you're going to have some kind of rotating captaincy to prevent one player being booked 
twice or will it be um, action taken against the club in the group stages lost points or something like that that remains to be well, seen well that's it a fine they basically say look if we get fined fair enough mm. okay take the fine they're all rich enough um, FIFA will pay the, I mean sorry um, you know, the FA, FA yeah. will pay the fine whatever um, the question is is whether make, making that gesture which apparently is going to change lives around the world <sighs> deep size um making that just is that going to make a give it give a risk to our our you know route through the world cup if you know anything gets decided mm. on on cards or or if he gets you get a second yellow card and although harry Kelly's face is a very clean player mm. but um if if you then ended up you know because and you got sent off i there are look there, there are risks here and i think an awful lot of england fans will say sorry can we not take risks like this for a gesture now i i, I think gestures do matter mm. Um, I think I think there is a point. I mean, there's been calls for the players when they score a goal, especially when they're playing against Iran, where we've got those protests over headscarves. That, look, that's about basic freedom, the right of women to not be covered up. I mean, this is rather basic stuff. The idea that they should pull their hair and pretend to snip because we've had this gesture from uh, many Iranian women and supporters around the world where they, mm. um, they have been doing that. Now, whether these matter or not, but they've also said they're going to take the knee. Um, because apparently this is a gesture that shows about inclusivity. Well, I mean, it doesn't. It's a, it's a gesture of a really quite nasty Marxist organisation, BLM, um, Black Lives Matter. Um, and I'm sorry, I've got no time for it. And the thing is, you know, if, if footballers don't want to get caught up in political controversy, well, then don't court it yourself. Well, and I think the only England's the only nation that's going to be taking the knee. And obviously there was that run where they did 33 matches continuously where they took the knee uh, and then stopped it and have now brought it back for this. But uh, it remains to be seen how much impact this is going to have. I mean, I don't think the Qataris have taken much notice uh, with the, the Budweiser decision last week. So, um, I mean, this was extraordinary, wasn't it? They're hosting a, hosting a tournament, but actually it's a dry country. But everyone said, well, don't worry, but inside for fans, it'll all be fine. The rules will be different. But but no, it looks like you know you queue for a couple of hours to get into a fan zone, uh, and then it's a half hour queue for the bar. You're technically ling- limited to I think two liters mm. of beer, which I'm sorry won't get most most of these blokes past seven p.m. <laughs> Who are we kidding? And uh, that started at seven p.m. Um, and it's twelve pound a well just under a pint. Mm. Um, not not going down very well. I have to say, lots of the journalists who are out there, and we're going to be talking to Simon Calder, who's a travel mm. editor of the Independent, who's been out there and for some bizarre reason come back already. Um, we'll talk to him about that. Um, that you know, the huge cost, um, the hotel mm. rooms are a fortune, the flights are a fortune, and there doesn't appear to be any atmosphere. But you've been talking to people staying in. Yeah. In some of these these official fan quarters, which are sort of a couple hundred quid a night. Yeah, no, about 175 quid a night. And, um, you know, one of them was calling it uh, the the name of the prisoner of war camp from uh, the Great Escape. So Stalag, whatever. Stalag Live 3, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they uh, did look, they looked remarkably like the quarantine camps for COVID yes. that China has. Well, yes. And if you, I think if you pull up the ground, it's just sand underneath it. And uh, the food just looks particularly unappetising, uh, quite a high expensive premium. Um, so it just feels, what I think is amazing. It's day one of the World Cup. Normally yeah. we talk about England's chance. In the, in the footballing sense but instead we're talking about politics because you know FIFA's avarice and greed has come back to bite them um, and really now they're facing issues about how to breach a contract with Budweiser and everyone is you know we've got this yeah. bizarre scene when Infantino has become a, a global meme because of his, out, his yes. insane speech Gianni Infantino yesterday I feel like Afghan and I said, no, I said, no what is it I feel I feel gay I feel disabled I mean it was just I'm a migrant worker I mean yeah, this I is a multi-millionaire I mean it's it's just 
it's just quite bizarre, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I mean, there's no way because he was ginger. He said he was ginger and freckled, and he got teased and bullied as a kid. So it's same same difference. Exactly. I, I mean, it just shows how I mean utterly unjustifiable it is, according to the very lauded rhetoric that the FIFA itself says at the time. Yeah. Um, and basically, even though they've spent 220 billion uh, Qatar on this, uh, the next highest World Cup was was under 20 billion dollars, which was yeah. Brazil. Um, well, there's well, Brazil didn't have to start building all their stadiums exactly, from scratch. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen all that, haven't we? Um, but the really, really, you look at the David Beckham's of this world. Mm. Um, of course, you know, something like a £10 million deal apparently he's got for promoting Qatar. Um, and Joe Lysett, the comedian, yeah. he had uh, given him a week to uh, basically relate, you know, basically rel- relinquish his relationship, mm. financial relationship with Qatar uh, and speak up because he's been a gay icon for so many years. And if you're taking money from, from a country which has been gay is quite literally a crime, then... Um, uh, you know, you're, you're basically, you know, let's face it, you're a hypocrite. Um, but Joe Lysett threatened to shred £10,000 in the challenge. He, he did. He threw it into a, uh, look like a, uh, a tree branch sort of, um, I don't I don't know this terminology. I don't know, but it's all, the 10 grand is gone. A lot of people are very angry about mm. this, saying what a waste of the money. Well, it is. If he'd hired a couple of billboards, he wouldn't have got as much publicity and it would have cost him the same. Exactly. And I suppose it is his money. And if we're saying David Beckham can earn what he wants to earn by taking money yeah. from the Qataris, you know, everyone seems to be getting across that Joe Lysett is worth a couple of million. Well, why not David Breckham is worth a hundred, two, a couple of hundred million yeah. um, to, if he wants to donate to sort of co- alleviate cost of living pressures here in the UK. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I'm telling people in Tartan to go and earn money they want to earn, but don't, don't preach at me and don't pretend you stand for values. I've said, you know, I've taken money from, you know, the cigarette lobby. Mm. I haven't taken, uh, I've, I've not taken, even I've been asked to do, you know, very nice fees. Thank you very much. You know, sort of Iranian state TV and Russian state TV. It's like, no, thank you. I don't, I don't work for murderous yeah. regimes. And, and I don't think, Call me old fashioned. <laughs> I don't think David Beckham needs the money as well. No, and that's the thing, exactly. And you've got to wonder, isn't it? I mean, again, and it's not sort of, oh, well, these countries are a bit, you know, let's face it, you know, backward compared to we are on mm. human rights. No, it's enshrined in law. Now, the thing is, you know, we don't have a right to go around telling other countries how to, you know, there's, I, I, this idea that there are some innate, innate human rights. There aren't any. The nation state is the only thing that guarantees human rights. They don't exist in the ether. We weren't born with them. They don't come from God. They, don't, they just don't exist. You, you only have human rights when there's someone there to enforce your safety and have those human rights. Well, that's not the case for Qatar. <laughs> Well, what I would say is then, you know, I, I understand all of that, but what I would say is don't have the World Cup if yeah, you're going exactly. to, you know. Exactly. It, Either FIFA has values or it doesn't. Well, we know what its well. values are. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, but I've understood that virtually every single person involved in the decision toward uh, yeah. the, uh, FIFA, the, the FIFA uh, World Cup to, to Qatar has now been either indicted, charged, or resigned in disgrace. Yeah. I mean, what does that tell you, for goodness sake? Talking of in disgrace, um, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has uh, basically had to deny there is a Swiss-style Brexit deal on the mm. table with the EU. Um, this came from number 10 sources over the weekend, front page of the Sunday Times. Um, senior Tories, Brexiteers going absolutely mental over this. Um, meanwhile, the CBI, they start their annual conference today. Uh, and as usual, are calling for more immigration mm. of not just skilled but unskilled workers as well. I mean, it is like we are, we're six years back and we're back in 2016. I mean, one Tory MP I was talking to last night uh, just said that, you know, we've had uh, 17 years or so of high migration, 200,000 a year or so, and yet we've had not particularly good economic growth. So the and idea that... And that very the two, low productivity. Yeah. And, and so I think people, I think a lot of the, the Tories, said, um, what the CBI is saying about migration is a sort of silver bullet to everything. I'm not sure how much... Well, no, well it's a silver bullet for them. Oh, can we have some more cheap labour coming in, please? Mm. Um, but the thing is, they pay, they pay, they bring people in, they don't pay them very much, and then, um, and then we top it up with 
housing. The rest of us have to pay to taxes to top it up with housing benefit and tax credits and child benefit. Um, and then our children compete with those children for go for school places and for GP appointments and for housing. Um, I, mean, I mean, the country might get but get richer, but there are more people. And of course, they, so 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 we. And it's not. And it's not. They don't actually have added value in terms of a net. You know, you have to be earning a hell of a lot of money mm. to be bringing net value to this country. And of course, you know, people get old, you know, simply so young, cheap labour, then obviously ages and uses more of the welfare yeah. state, which is coming under different pressure. But, his, but the solution from Tony Danker, the Director General of the Confederation of British Industries, are we give fixed term visas. Yeah, they still need somewhere to live. They're not going to be intense and on the co- side of the road. And of course, the elephant in the room here is about UK productivity, which has been historically yeah. low and poorly and they, compared to other countries. And they think largely because we've imported cheap labour as opposed to having Fixing to our issues, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Here's an idea. We've got quite a few million of our own people who aren't working. When they're hungry enough, they'll take those jobs. Just saying. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.